0: hello everyone welcome to another ismono podcast and today i have the honor to have with me danny from now it's called danny Pax, formerly known or aka traveling salseros um yeah welcome to this podcast and thank you so much for being a guest here on this podcast so yeah maybe for everyone who doesn't know you um Maybe you can give us a little introduction about yourself and your channel and whatever you do, of course.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for having me, Beau. It's uh it's an honor to be here. Uh I've been watching your videos for years, so it's crazy to like be talking. <laughs> um but yeah, so so my name is Danny, um and uh I do YouTube as as kind of a side hustle. You know, it's a hobby that started. Um I never really planned on it. I work um, as an IT project manager, uh, working oh, remotely, okay. and so you know, mm-hmm. I working in the tech space, companies building apps and helping teams manage projects. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's a it's a fun job and provides a nice amount of flexibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, you know, I love traveling with my wife, which is a, a big basis for where the the bag love kind of started. Um, and yeah, a few years ago, uh, I was looking for a bag, um, and you know, realizing that the websites that have the backpacks, they don't really have great videos sometimes or like a good breakdown of like, how does this work? What can it hold? And so I bought the bag and I was like, there's probably other people that, that would be curious to see what this bag could do. And so I just filmed my first video, didn't think Mm -hmm. about it too much. And, um, and then, you know, it got some pretty good views for being a channel with no subscribers. (laughs) So (laughs) I was like, Hmm, this sounds like a great excuse to buy more bags. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: the rabbit holes deep
1: with you oh my gosh yeah Oh, absolutely and I always loved bags and so I just needed any excuse to really dive in with both feet and then yeah I just kept kind of uh trying out new bags and finding Mm -hmm. things that that people hadn't maybe covered as much and yeah and then just always trying to provide value I think um Mm -hmm. you've mentioned a few times on your channel like hey you want to give the opportunity for people to see something and not invest a ton of money and then be unhappy. So that's kind of where I was coming from as well.
0: That's awesome. That's cool. So yeah, before we, uh, just like all of the other episodes in this podcast, we both prepared a couple of questions and uh, I have a timer. We will talk about each question for, or each topic for 10 minutes. Let me just uh, start my clock. And yeah, I just want to, give you the first question and you already answered a little bit about that because my first topic is tell us a little bit about your channel and more importantly because it was in your old name your background with dancing because you called your uh formerly you called your channel traveling salseros and that as i now know because we talked a little bit beforehand uh it's about dancing um Salsa specifically and yeah maybe you can give us a little bit tell us a little bit more deeply about your channel what kind of bags you review and where the channel is heading and why you had this dancing background and how it influenced your channel specifically because of the name was it just the name or were there some more things with your dancing background that maybe also influenced how you packed
1: yeah absolutely that's a great great question um so the the name originally came up um as me and my wife started traveling more neither of us traveled very much when we were young so you know when we got together once we got jobs uh you know we were really like we want to travel we want to see the world um, and we also met salsa dancing that, you know, she was an instructor. I was a student and, you know, very motivated wow, to get better.
0: <laughs> that, that sounds like a rom-com movie script.
1: <laughs> yeah, that might be the Netflix pitch I have to use. Um, and then, yeah, so we, we've always loved dancing together. And there's dancing events all over the world. Like mm. every country you could think to go to, there's a really tight, friendly salsa community. Um, and so we were traveling a lot everywhere we traveled, we were dancing and we were like, Hey, it'd be cool to kind of start a travel vlog that's salsa focused to kind of share the scenes in different places. Um, and so I was like, Oh, what am I going to name the channel? And, you know, I'm a super creative guy. So I was like, well, I like traveling and I like salsa. So I just kind of mashed them together. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and, and I also, you know, when, when picking any channel name, you know, finding something that's not taken the domain name and then the Instagram Mm -hmm. name and all the, like, it seemed like a pretty low friction to kind of start the brand. So, yeah. you know, I did that for a while. Um, but I realized I don't really like shooting travel videos that much. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> It's hard, and I don't think I have, like, a natural skill set for it. Um, so as we were traveling, I was kind of shooting footage and putting some stuff together. But I don't know. It, just, it wasn't really um, taking off. Uh, but I did realize that I loved researching the bags for travel. Um, yeah. and, and as we started to travel more to Europe and, 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 Asia, you know, we were, we were really hooked on like one bag travel, no, no check bags, being able to move around from the buses to the planes. Oh, that's I awesome. mean, yeah, yeah. And so I got like really into like what was common on the market. Um, you know, there's the Osprey bags, which everybody have, which are great. Um, yeah. but I was curious, like what else? And, you know, of course the, the, uh, Instagram and Facebook ads started doing their thing and feeding me a ton of like <laughs> stuff as I was doing my research. Um, yeah. And, and so just, you know, starting to research that and what was a better way to pack, what could work well, um, not just for my travel stuff, but for tech. Um, and I think for the dancing thing, you, you were very smartly observed that it did impact, you know, how we pack, because when you go to dance events, you sweat a lot, you know, you're training, mm. then you're dancing until five or six in the morning and then doing it again oh, the wow. next day. Yeah. So, so that's a good workout, right? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's, okay. it's, it's a great workout. And, um, and it's it tough because you get all your clothes dirty. You can't rewear them. You don't have like mm. it's only a weekend or a long weekend, so there's not a ton of time to like wash. And so I was like, how do I travel with one bag but still pack enough so that I don't mm. smell and <laughs> you know, have Of enough- <laughs> course, <laughs> um, if you
0: dance like five or six hours, I can imagine. Then yeah, obviously you have to take more clothing. And I assume, do you need to like dress up when you do, go to these uh, dancing events, or is it very casual?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like the night events. I mean, I, I'm probably dressed a little more casual than, than many because I'm Mm. stubborn and I don't want to check a bag. (laughs) Um, So it's been very cool to see some of the innovations in the apparel space, um, which maybe we can talk about later, but, but yeah, like, so, and I, in an ideal world, you do dress up in kind of a suit sometimes with a tie, Mm. they have like gala nights. So I would probably pack like more of a blazer that I could, that I could, you know, wear for that evening. Um, but yeah, so that, the, it, it was always about experimenting with how to pack enough stuff without having to, you know, go overboard and take two bags or a check bag. Of course, of course. Um, and yeah, and so as I, as I started to do more of that, I, I was researching the bags and then I did the video I was mentioning earlier where I was like, oh, nobody had done this. Um, and then I was, it was pretty cool. Um, it was an in-case bag. It was like a, a duffel bag, kind of like the North Face duffel, I think, that you, yeah, you like yeah. using where it's like a backpack. But it was I a little I don't bit. I remember those yeah yeah it was a little limited so i was like what about like a backpack like and so that's where like i think i first got introduced to the air travel pack and after mm-hmm. that it was like it was it was all over i was i was in <laughs> so in eye deep. opening <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh wow so yeah i can i can see how packing with that um events in mind i mean i see so many people like yeah one back traveling is the best but whenever I needed to travel for work and I don't have like to pack like suits or anything, but still I I w- didn't like to go to the office with the same clothing every day. So I was always packing way too much in a way. And therefore I was never able to actually one bag travel whenever I'm working. And I imagine that when you travel and you have those okay, we want to go there and then we have like two nights where we want to do these dancing events. And obviously you pack for the day, clothing for the day and then probably some clothing for the event that is potentially a little bit nicer than the next day and then the night event on that day again. And then the day when you're leaving. So you're actually packing for five days, although you're only staying three days. I, see, I can see that that is going to be very difficult one back traveling, right?
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Especially, like, when you think of shoes. Oh, Um, yeah,
0: shoes. That's (laughs) right. The worst for...
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. So the the ways that I've been able to, like, you know, very quickly learned, like, a capsule wardrobe is super critical, you know, like, something where... Mm. And I didn't even know what that meant at the time, but I just knew that, like, I need clothes that combine with each other. I can't have, like a blue and a red and a purple yeah, and a yeah. like, you know, which my wife hates because she likes to wear a variety of clothes. So she's like, yeah, you, exactly. you, you always wear gray or blue. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> um, yeah, and difficult. then, and then, uh, I, I, if in all of my videos, I always talk about my Toms. I absolutely love them. Those are my go-to dance shoes slash. They look oh. kind of nice. They're not nice looking shoes, but you can kind of get away with it. <laughs> mm. Um, and then other than that, finding like multi-purpose shoes so that I only had to pack like a flat pair in my bag that I could dance with. And then whatever I wore, you know, on my flight or to walk around.
0: I assume uh, are those dancing shoes. Um, they're probably, what's the right word? Are they stiff? Like, like leather shoes, like uh, nice dress shoes. So, because I feel like I always travel with sneakers and, or some red wings and I always, um wear the red wings because they are mm-hmm. difficult to pack right yeah so are those dancing shoes like very difficult to pack because they're like kind of stiff or uh, how how is that how do you do that or do you wear the dancing shoes while you are flying just because you can't pack them and put like sneakers in your backpack or how do you do that
1: that's pretty, that I, I'm just, I, I'm smiling at the image of traveling in the dance shoes. That would, have, <laughs> that would look pretty funny. Um, I'm probably a more rare case. Like I, I've actually never worn like a traditional pair of dance shoes. I've always okay. danced in uh, Converse, you know, Chuck Taylors or, oh, um, okay. my Toms. Toms are really like what I would call like the first dance shoe that I had just because the bottom of like, I don't know if they've changed it on newer models, but it was kind of, uh. It was slick, like it was fairly mm-hmm. slippery, but it still had enough traction to be a really good shoe to walk around outside. So like, I don't think it was an intended use case, but yeah. you'll see it in a lot of like the dance videos, you know, of events, like people dancing in toms because they're, they're just super versatile. And, and I also fell in love with them when I went to Greece, I did like a ton of walking around in the mountains and hiking mm-hmm. with my toms. And I was like, my feet don't hurt. Like, this is weird. Like what is going on with this shoe? So that's kind of been my solution for a lot of my shoe woes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, I can imagine that that dancing shoes are a very good alternative <laughs> to hiking boots because yeah. they are meant to be worn with a lot of movement in mind, right? <laughs> so I yeah. can see that they are very comfortable walking yeah. around with <laughs>
1: Yeah, some of them are like have suede bottoms so they can be a little mm. more more delicate which is like so like my wife's dance heels when she goes like she has to pack like they can only be worn inside. Um so then she has like her going out heels and then like yeah. her shoes. Um so it's very different but for me I'm like one pair of shoes that I could use for like a ton of different things. That's how I say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Yes. Thank you so much for answering that question. And yeah, so I pass the torch over to you and you can, uh, propose the next question or topic.
1: Oh man, this is, this is a lot of, a lot of pressure. You know, I know you've done a few of these, so I don't want to,
0: <laughs> you can ask, uh, uh, ask anything you like.
1: Um, all right. I guess the first one, because this has been on my mind a lot. So I'm selfishly yeah. want to ask about the experience starting a second channel. You know, that's a, I see yeah. that a lot on, on YouTube where mm-hmm. people are starting to kind of, they get niched down with their original channel and then yeah. it's hard to experiment. I, I, you know, I think you're a Peter McKinnon fan like, mm. like me and you know, he did like the Pete's pirate life versus like his video uh, account. And so I, I love what you're trying to do with the second channel and kind mm-hmm. of like touching on some topics that I'm a fan of. So yeah. What's that experience been like? How's it feel to kind of start from, from zero, so to speak?
0: Um, that's a good question that I still try to wrap my head around and I'm, I'm happy that you, that you chose a content creator centric question. Um, because, um, I had a lot of people like asking about this, this kind of stuff. So it's good that we can talk about it. Um, for me, it's like YouTube, Instagram, content creation is so strange sometimes because everyone is like saying okay the best way to grow a a channel is to niche down Uh, choose a niche and then double down on it and create just with that in mind and i see that a lot in in instagram on motorcycle content right so they Mm -hmm. have these huge channels that grow exponentially but it feels like every picture is the same and i'm like okay that's cool that you now like grew to (laughs) 50 60 70k within a week or something like exaggerated um but it gets stale for you as a creator and i feel like that people who are following that channel get bored but it doesn't seem like that but for me as a content creator i feel like okay i don't want to do the same thing over and over again <clears throat> and so i started to do to experiment a little bit with other types of content on the main channel um that you probably have seen but i've seen like okay only like 200 people or 300 views or something yeah. and right the next video right after that was kind of like punished by the algorithm in a way that oh your last video tanked so yeah probably your next video will tank as well so we're not going to like cater it to too many people so that was one of the main reasons why i thought about like creating the second channel and be a little bit more liberated in a way that i can just do whatever i want um and right now i feel like it's it's. Re- I, get ba- I got back to the memory of starting a channel and how hard it is. And it is really hard. The first 1,000 s- uh, subscribers, that is really hard. But then again, I'm I'm like, that's also, as I mentioned, really liberating because you can do whatever you want. And that's also what I tell a lot of other creators um, that are new to this space, Um, I had this talk with uh, OG Talks, Driss Lex. He's an EDC creator, and we did a podcast uh, a month ago. And he was also about asking about this and was a little bit, he has, I think he's at, not sure how how many subscribers he has, but uh, comparatively, uh, he's still small. And I was telling him, hey, because you're that small, you can do whatever you want. There's no like repercussions if you create some content that is tanking. There's You can try out whatever you want. And I feel like with this new second channel, that is the feeling that I'm having at the moment where I can experiment with every type of content. And especially with the mu- movie reviews, I can just do whatever I want. I don't need to... Um, be very creative, although that's not the reason why I make those the way they are is more in regards to copyright law because I don't mm. know if I actually can put that many trailers. So if you s- watch the the movie reviews, I have these five seconds intros where I like destroy the, the image as much as possible. So hopefully I don't get like copyright strikes. So I flip the image, I create this VHS kind of um, effect on it, and I do it only like for five seconds. So it's, I think it's stands still under fair use. And yeah, and the image is destroyed as much as possible. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but to go back to the question, it is hard. I can see that people starting out a YouTube channel... Um, that that is a really hard um, journey in the beginning. But if you embrace that journey, it is very liberating. You can like experiment, you can do whatever you want and you are allowed to make mistakes. And that is really important in my humble opinion because so many people I have this, he's not really a friend, but we know each other from, from, like motorcycle content creator meetups and he has so many good ideas and he ha- bought so much gear so much like the most expensive camera that i feel like is not necessary he bought the a7 uh, s s3 not the a73 um so the expensive one um, a bunch of lenses and has a lot of ideas but he doesn't start filming because he mm. is like, no, I need this. I need that. I need a crew. I need this. And it has to be perfect. And I'm like, dude, just, just film, you know, don't need to worry about like to make mistakes, just create some stuff to practice, to get into a habit of creating. And I feel like many, and I was the same when I started um, in the film industry. I was always like having these ideas of short movies and stuff like that. And I was always like slowing myself down because I don't want to, I wanted to make it perfect right away. And that's the same with most content creators with smaller channels. They, they, many people say like, oh, I need a camera to start a YouTube channel. I'm like, no, like your iPhone is incredible. Just film with the iPhone. Maybe buy a mic or something like that, and then just start out. You yeah. don't need to worry about making mistakes, right? So, with that in mind, I think the journey is pretty cool. And if you are you considering making a second channel?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's something I've been thinking about a lot. Because, um, mm-hmm. like you said, there's a lot of things you want to experiment with. Like, I really like the productivity space um, you know, just related to my job. Um, I use a lot of tools and a lot of, you know, processes and tactics that I would love to Mm. make content on. Um, I'm trying to think like, I I love my one wheel and you know, Mm. I've gotten requests on the channel like, Hey, do a review of the one wheel. And I was like, I could do that. I did electric skateboards at one point, but it's kind of, it's a little bit random, which I think is okay every once in a while. But if I, I don't know now, like as it's gotten more the niche has gotten more defined. It it does worry me, and and I you know I've tried to do some videos that are like travel tips and kind of got punished by the algorithm, like like yeah. you said. So, yeah. um, and yeah, and just the chance to experiment. Like I like to talk about books. I like to talk about movies. That's why yours I was like, oh, that's awesome. You're you're doing it. You're you're talking about the things you like. <laughs> but maybe you should like
0: pivot your channel a little bit. Considering you you switch the name to Danny Pax, you could open up your niche a little bit. And like Danny packs one wheel, oh, yeah. you know, Oh, yeah. Danny packs books for traveling. And those are the books that you like, you know, and like make, because I feel like just as I mentioned uh, a second ago, with would uh, doubling down on your niche, it can get a little bit stale at some point. So starting right now while we both are still beneath or underneath 100k i think there is a lot of liberties like i do the occasional like headphone test or mic test um just because i am a film editor i feel like okay i can like sprinkle that kind of content into my main channel maybe you can do that too especially now that you changed
1: your name yeah, I'm I'm willing to try it. Like like you said, it's good to just experiment. You never know what's gonna kind of take off. So, I I think that's a great great push. Yeah, That'll yeah. have to be like uh, you'll be my accountability buddy. I'll be like, do that one wheel <laughs> video, Danny.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, as mentioned, Danny packs a one wheel. Yeah, does it fit into an uh, air travel pack one? I don't think so, but you can ride with it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think I, I think I need a go rock to hold that. That'd be the only.
0: <laughs> I, w- I really want to try a one wheel at some point. I'm not sure if they. Germany is a little bit picky with. Um, driving stuff on the street, and I'm not sure if uh, if they are street legal. I know that those electric skateboards, you sometimes get stopped by mm. the police if you depending where you drive, if you drive with that on the street, you get it, definitely get a ticket. But I'm, that thing has four wheels. I'm not sure about one wheel. The German police can be a little bit annoying at sometimes <laughs> with, with like technicality.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can. That's a good question. I don't even know what the, what the laws are around here. I just, Try to stay on the sidewalk, which maybe is not allowed. <laughs> um, but it's it's a lot of fun. It's uh, it's got a little bit of a learning curve, but once you get, I mean, you you, you ride a motorcycle, so you you know the feeling of riding fast and yeah, being yeah. free. <laughs> How
0: fast can you ride with one wheel? What's your I have, max?
1: I have a pint, so that goes a little bit slower. I think the max is like sixteen miles per hour, but they have like faster ones that can go probably above twenty twenty miles per hour, which Feels really fast on a you know little board. <laughs> I, uh,
0: yeah, I can imagine. Like on one wheel, sixteen miles per hour. That's uh, can be quite intense, to be quite honest. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, and and you can re- like I had a really like I mean not I I fell and I got I was like oh so this is what road rash is you know <laughs> oh road like, rash is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I was riding in, in a pair of shorts and a short t-shirt, so I got <sighs> the full blast of the asphalt. So I, did, I learned my lesson.
0: <laughs> did, you, did you have to go to the emergency room to like pick out some of the gravel inside your skin? Because yeah. I had to do that once. I had to really? go to... Yeah, because it was stuck so deep in my skin. It could Those little tiny uh, pebbles, it was stuck in, in, my, uh, in my, under, my forearm. I couldn't get it out wow. with, with with tweezers, so I had to go to the hospital. I didn't go to the emergency room, but they had to go to the hospital and they had to like like cut it open a little bit and then wow. use a tweezer. because obviously if if you leave it in there, it get it gets infected, exactly. right? So,
1: so no, I we got were lucky. <laughs> didn't go that deep. It, it was a pain to shower though. I will. I like. I was like. Oh, yeah.
0: Just road covering. rash, is terrible. <laughs> it's ah, oh, it's so annoying.
1: Yeah, but other than that, it's it's a lot of fun, and uh, you know, it's um, got a pretty good range, and so yeah, I I don't know, it's a it, I think you would I think you'd probably like it as a as a motorcycle enthusiast.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll take a look. I will uh, Google the street legal laws about one wheels in Germany. <laughs> All right, so I have my next question to you is um, I was looking over your channel and especially looked at all of the thumbnails and I noticed (laughs) a lot of bags are targeted to, um, let's say outdoor lifestyle, and they are predominantly black bags. So my question to you is if you could create your own favorite bag, what style slash use case would it be? For instance, would it be office outdoor travel and what color would it be besides black? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah you, you knew you know i was gonna say black for the favorite you know i yeah i know. get that <laughs> <laughs> i get i get that question a lot all my family and friends that are fans of the channel they're like man why do you review so many black bags they all look the same but i'm like i just i love them i genuinely love the way that they look it's so um but oh, hold so- on.
0: it can't be black and it can't be gray
1: Dang <laughs> Dang, you got you read my mind. <laughs> oh, that's gonna make it Um, all right, well as far as the style, um I think I'm always looking for bags that are like multi-purpose. So I, I think mm-hmm. that um like Evergoods really resonated with their sort of like mm-hmm. crossover I mean that's you know that's in the name of the of the pack and and their websites like the crossover pack so yep. it can work for the office, for city, for going into the hike. So, I love the idea. It's 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 always funny like as reviewers, you know, we're on the hunt for that perfect one bag that but Exactly. As, but I'll always be reviewing new bags, which is a great problem to have. Um <laughs> but but I'll never, you know, have the one bag. Um so I think that 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 would be sort of the style kind of like more minimal mm-hmm. um and crossover, so I like tactical bags, but I wouldn't want something like that tactical. And I love, you know, the sleek kind of tech looking bags, but yeah. you know, that can be a little weird to go on a hike with or something, or, or it might even stand out. Right. I know you talk a lot about travel safety in your videos and that's something that I'm mindful of. Right. Is like, I don't want that, you know, something like a uh, peak design bags, which just look super sleek, which is great. But when I'm abroad, I'm like, Oh, it's, people probably know I have a lot of camera gear in this bag. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> So true.
1: Um, so it'd be, it'd be pretty minimal, subdued. Um, it would have, you know, do you want to like the features and, and the aesthetic or, or more just how deep should yeah. I go? <laughs>
0: um, so yeah, I mean, you said like, okay, the multi-purpose bag, but would it be multi-purpose in terms of, are you leaning more into a bag that is more dedicated for traveling or would you rather make a bag that is more suited for the office because I feel like if it's a multi-purpose bag it probably is like 30 liter if it's for traveling but if it's a multi-purpose bag for work it's probably a little bit smaller which yeah. kind of way are you leaning towards if you would make your favorite bag
1: <laughs> I think I think my ideal size is like 24 to 25 liter or let me say mm-hmm. 22 to 25 and for a long time, I, I was really into like the expandable and compressible bags, yeah. which are really cool, you know, like the Pack or the Nomadic, because um, it seems like the best of both worlds, but I've gotten really into like the uh, rabbit hole of trying to pack everything into a 24 25 liter bag and like being able to use literally for my day to day or for travel. I, I did a trip not too long ago where I just packed everything in a bag that fit under the seat and that is mm. life changing. If you travel yeah. that way like not having yeah. to stress about finding an overhead <laughs> space or anything. Oh. So that that would be kind of my ideal bag like I, like that that 25 liter size is what I mm. feel comfortable with like I can pack it out with like a packing cube. I can especially with some of the newer clothes or you know jeans mm. something you can rewear. I mean, you can travel for quite a long time with a 25 liter bag if you're creative.
0: <laughs> but I was wondering if you are like a software developer, don't you? Have like like a huge laptop or a lot of tech gear, or do you do everything on an iPad, basically? Or
1: I mean, I I primarily use a, a 13 inch MacBook Pro. Okay, so that's
0: easy to travel with.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's still powerful enough to do editing or any sort of technical things that I need to. Um, and the tech is always, it's part of, it's one of the fun areas of the channel, right? Is to kind of like, you know, be like, oh, there's this plug that Anchor just released that I don't know how they get smaller and smaller and they can charge your laptop and your tablet and your phone. Like, (laughs)
0: that's actually scary, but it makes traveling (laughs) much more easier. So considering your tech is very, let's say minimal, Mm -hmm. um, it's quite overused that word I have. Yeah. I use it all Uh, the time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, twenty four liters will be your bag in that rain. Okay. Yeah. And right. so, what kind of features would you include? No, let's no let's let's do the difficult one first. What color? What what's Dang. the color? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I think I think uh, one that I've really loved recently is kind of like um, the wax canvas brown, like a darker brown. Oh yeah,
0: that's that's classy. it looks
1: yeah it's timeless it it matches with a lot of stuff um so i think that would probably i've gotten a few bags recently that that when i see them i just like ah that's lovely
0: (laughs) so would you okay then the next one if you already have the material down and the um the color I feel like that would be a very classy design bag. So mm, not a lot of bells and whistles, probably a flap down or a top loading, or would you design it? Would you prefer a clamshell? I feel like clamshell with with wax canvas is kind of rare. Not sure why, but maybe because it leans over to the classy design. How would you design? uh, What kind of opening would you
1: Mm. like? I mean, it... It, there is something about that like top-loading uh, aesthetic, but I have to say one of my favorite bags of of the year was the Heritage GR1 from Goruck. Like that line yeah, that they've been nice. doing, so mm-hmm. so that would probably be kind of still what I would go for is the clamshell, mm-hmm. which I always feel like I can pack more with the clamshell. Like it just you it, do, yeah, it's much better. Yeah, so yeah. so I think that that would still be really kind of a useful feature to have, mm-hmm. um, and then. It have to have a suspended laptop compartment that's one of my of my pet peeves with like bags that i'm like if you have a laptop mm. compartment why isn't it padded on the bottom
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't get it either i don't <laughs> it's it's stupid but yeah
1: I yeah get so it. <laughs> um i go back and forth on the water bottle pockets i think i'd probably want to have some some sort of water bottle it's been fascinating to see how much that is not used anymore like i thought that was just like a gimme to have water bottle pockets but like you know you see your gorucks ever Evergoods, well they, they have the chz but but it's becoming more rare right so um mm. when a bag has water bottle pockets it's nice kind of like to have that Because yeah. <laughs> i carry a water bottle with me i, I like to have that and so I, w- I think i would probably have at least one um in some sh- way shape or form mm mm-hmm. okay um yes yeah, how shows.
0: about how about uh, the front pocket are you the type of having a lot of organization do you want like like a front pocket with a completely decked out admin panel with a lot of slots and a lot of zippered pockets or are you more of a simple person that likes like one pocket where you just drop in a lot of pouches or something you know those front, the uh, front pockets.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I go back and forth a little bit. I think mostly I lean more towards the minimal side. You know, I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. like you, very modular, like pouch oriented. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's really helpful, and there's so many great pouches. Like, geez, I can't believe how many tech pouches have been released <laughs> as of the past year or two. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but but I think I would probably leave it a little more open. Maybe like a few mm. slip pockets cuz I when the when the pockets are really tall and there's nothing to kind of like if everything just slides yeah. down that can be a little <clears throat> uh, annoying but very minimal and and still kind of open enough for a pouch I think or or larger items that that I might want to toss in.
0: Mm. So another curved ball. What's the color of your inside oh. inner lining? Um, can it be know- black gray
1: <laughs> oh man, not gray oh, that was I was, that was gonna go for the gray. I love I do want it to be high contrast that's for sure um I know orange is like really it it's really hot it right now fit. everybody yeah, yeah, but the
0: foot will fit to the canvas brown I yeah that like.
1: that's true. I have seen a few that have that that combination, so I guess probably. I'd still lean more. I'm not a big orange fan in general, so I'd probably mm-hmm. lean more towards like um, maybe the the yellow that like a Topo mm-hmm. Designs has, or yeah, yeah. or even just like a canvas like matching on the inside if it is a canvas bag. I'm not sure if I'd yeah. commit to canvas because I really like like ballistic nylon.
0: <laughs> maybe you can combine it. That would yeah. be cool. Like outside, like wax canvas, and then you're like, oh, okay, that's classy, and that's that's like timeless and you open it up and then you have like yellow x-pack fabric inside that could be cool actually
1: yeah that's a nice it's a nice country i had never thought about that but
0: (laughs) so when, when can we buy that back (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> i put you on the spot right now so when's the kickstarter <laughs> yeah well well I, I, we can we can talk offline i know you've done the bag tour and the factories you i i, I was very intrigued with the conversation you had with that uh, with aaron ah, from nomad yeah. nation and that was really yeah. interesting to hear his journey I'm,
0: I'm really looking forward to see what he comes up with but uh, i think it's so so intimidating this whole process of making bags and I just seeing this after doing the documentary and also talking to Aaron, I have so much respect for all of the bag manufacturers yes. because it looks so incredibly difficult and especially with with everything that is going on in the world where like just having to ship samples back and forth is like crazy so
1: i i can't imagine uh like it was i love the the tours that you did in in your series and and it's been great to follow along with his journey and i mean i just i i don't know how i would be able to design one without taking elements from bag manufacturers mm. that i really respect and i would you know i would be like i don't want to steal anybody's ideas but like these are so good like how do i even come up with something that's that's different
0: yeah i feel you same All right. So thank you so much for answering that question. And yeah, what's your next question?
1: Um, man, I have such a long list. It's, so, it's tough to pick. How much time do we have? <laughs> 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 Two hours, three hours. <laughs> um, I think another one, uh, you know, uh, uh, because uh, you've been doing this for a while <laughs> and, and, and I think it's been awesome to see, um, you know, how vocal and transparent you are with like, your thoughts on affiliate, uh, Mm. relationships and, and, you know, not wanting to kind of sell stuff to people. Um, and that I think that's a tension anyone who gets into this space might, might feel at least for me, like as I think about monetization and Mm. bringing on sponsorships. So I guess I'm curious if there's any, any sponsorship that, or style of sponsorship that you'd be curious to bring on, or if that's something that maybe in the future you'd kind of be curious about or Mm.
0: that's, that's a very good question. I I thought about that a lot. And um, when, when I made my ethics statement and my, my mission objective about for this, for this channel, and I was very clear about that, for me, it's very important to honor the trust that all the viewers put into The channel and me personally. So and after watching, I'm so invested in the tech world, but also in the motorcycle world. And I've seen so many reviews where I was honestly very disappointed after realizing that people called a sponsored video a review. That was the first Mm. thing where I was very disappointed. And the second thing was when people can't do a review, but it was very clear, at least to me from my perspective or from my background as coming from the advertising commercial world, I I I feel like I noticed very quickly when someone is kind of like glossing over stuff to mm. promote an affiliate link. And that's when I was like, okay, you talked 10 minutes about of the specs of this phone that i'm cl- that i clearly already can gather from the website yeah. i know how many megapixels the phone has tell me something about that i don't know and i see that so much in in phone reviews and i don't buy phones on a monthly basis but i'm really interested in watching yeah. phone reviews for whatever reason i have no idea why i watch them but it's interesting to me and i feel like all of those videos are not reviews and then there are like affiliate links to other items okay most of the phone reviews don't have affiliate links but um other videos where i felt like okay i get you need to earn money and it's so with that in mind i was always like okay how how can I potentially earn a little bit more money on this channel? Because what what I earn now with YouTube from the monetization covers basically the production costs. So I don't earn anything actually. I don't have like um, how you call that like winnings. No, whatever, whenever you, yeah. yeah. Whenever you like earn more than your production costs, those, the overhead so so basically for me it is at a zero point everything that i earn from monetization is actually paying um like cost for epidemic sound adobe and just working so um creating these videos basically is all about well, whenever i need some new gear all of that goes into that um and so i was actually wondering okay is there a way for me personally to get some sponsorships that would not affect the trust and the credibility of these reviews and i was like thinking about okay if i get a sponsorship then it has to be something that is not related to bags Mm. and i had this one opportunity for skillshare and i was like okay skillshare that's That has nothing to do with back. So if I tried it out, then it wouldn't like taint my, my credibility of that review. However, no one was interested in Skillshare. So the deal that I made with Skillshare was whenever someone is, um, like putting, um, using that Skillshare code, I would get like a kickback. No one used that, so they basically mm. got free promotion from me <laughs>
1: Dang.
0: yeah so so that's why I stopped that. um I said thank you, but that's not for me um so yeah i I was always thinking about what could I do in the future, and that's basically i I don't intend it, or that was not my thought when I created the second channel, but Um, and I wanted to create the second channel because I was, I am interested in movies and video games and stuff like that and doing those reviews, but I can see myself or that channel at some point, I don't know, for instance, my website on my, um, for my film editing work, I pay for Squarespace, for instance, and I'm Mm -hmm. really happy with that service. I pay for that. I don't know. How much is it? 50 bucks a month or something and i'm happy with that so i can see that i get some uh, a squarespace sponsorship for the second channel not for the main channel for the second channel in the future if whenever i reach a specific uh, amount of subscribers i feel like before that channel gets to i don't know i don't know at what point squarespace is willing to do sponsorships probably at like 40k or something so that will take a while before i get to that point on the second channel um yeah but those are the types of sponsorships i can see myself doing only if i like the product um i really like what skillshare is doing because sharing knowledge is is great so i was totally behind that um and so as long as the product is cool, as long as it doesn't affect how I run my channel, um, my main channel, then I can see doing sponsorships. But um, for now, I I haven't found anything that fits that um, spec- specifications. That being said, I really want to emphasize... Um, that I don't dislike, or I don't criticize people who are doing that because I'm, I'm afraid that some people might think, Oh, Bo doesn't like other creators who are doing sponsorships and stuff like that. That's not, I, not my point. I feel like I am in a good position, just like you are. We are in a position. We have our regular jobs that are paying our rent, but if you go all in, into youtube and you're like okay youtube is going to pay my rent at some points and obviously you need to take sponsorships but i but i think you need to be honest about that and yeah. you need to really um communicate that whatever the sponsorship is doing is not affecting your content creation so if you're a vlogger i, I feel like vloggers have it or lifestyle content creators they have it so easy if you don't need to review something and people don't don't um need to look for you your opinion on a product then you can almost do anything you want as long as you're honest um and i don't i don't get why like beauty and fashion influencers don't just say that It's, it's an ad just be honest about it you know I've, i feel like why do you like hide that the makeup palette that you are trying to promote in your instagram story or in your youtube video just be honest about it say that it's an ad you can still say that hey i just took the ad because i really believe in this product i have used it for a while if people believe you or not is is. A different question but still at least you're honest about it and don't hi- hide the hashtag ad like you know yeah the, in germany they hide the hashtag ad underneath the the timer button of the instagram stories and i'm like what the hell just be honest about it don't 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 do stuff like that <laughs> and that's what what makes me angry sometimes yeah. i have nothing against sponsorships but be real about it and don't call a review a sponsored post a, a re- a review or something like that
1: yeah now i appreciate that 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 um i guess the the nuanced sort of distinctions there i i really like the kind of like what is a a sponsorship that doesn't impact like the reviews like i think skillshare is a great one squarespace you see a lot of like vpn ones yeah so um and that's interesting to hear that like that you know that it's kind of a, like as a newer creator, YouTuber, it's kind of a black box of like how do these deals work? You know, you see everybody who's like yeah. this video is sponsored by, it, but I'm like did they get paid? Is it just commission based? Like how like what's how do yeah. you do all that? Like it's it's yeah. you know, it's you don't know.
0: <laughs> it's it's actually wild west. I can't just I was actually wondering about that uh, and I talked to a different creator about um these kind of questions as well. There are some like one-time payments. I've never, I've never have been asked about that. Most of the time they are like, if I get an email, they're like, okay, you get a code and then you get the kickback from that code. And I know that some creators can get like one-time payment, um, but I have no idea how much it is. Um, from, as mentioned, from my experience with Skillshare, it was like, i don't know the number or how many euros i would get from a kickback but it wasn't much um it was a one or two figure number yeah per per kickback so yeah it wasn't great so they had a lot of free promotion i think i did it for two or three videos i didn't i earned nothing so mm. it is that's that's the the problem and quotation marks have problems with our niche. Basically, if you are in the tech space, there's so many, obviously you can promote a VPN. Obviously you can, I wouldn't recommend it, but I, I can see that that works like great shadow legends. Yeah. That's, I heard that that is very scammy in terms of how that thing is working, but don't quote me on that. I just heard it. It's, uh, <laughs> I have nothing. It's not proven to my knowledge, but, um, so for tech and stuff like that it is easy but I feel like for us in the back world it is difficult to find a sponsorship that a caters to our demographic and b doesn't influence our work imagine like oh evergoods or gorok is coming to a, a, to one of us and say like hey can we do a sponsor for uh, your videos, and you have like a Gorok ad in front of Evergoods review. That would be really strange.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that's a, that's definitely a. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about. I was about to say if either of them approached me for a sponsorship, I'd probably find a way to make it work. I would love to work with them, but but yeah, maybe not in the same video. <laughs> like <Yeah>.
0: that. <laughs> so that's why we we don't yeah. have that many options yet of companies actually yeah wanting to do sponsorships and using our um viewer base as as a target as mentioned when when you are like a tech channel it's easy for a brand to say like, oh we have our vpn company you are linus tech tips with computers so obviously all of your viewers are Potentially interested in the v p n yeah. but with bags, what would yeah I mean, like a travel company would be cool, like this bag review of this carry on bag is sponsored by k l m yeah or Delta, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be cool, but i I don't see that coming anytime soon <laughs> to be quite honest, but you yeah. see that would be something that people would be in i feel like people could be potentially be interested in. But wouldn't affect the items that we review in a way. Yeah. I speculate. Um, but other than that, what else would there be? A, a water bottle compa- uh, company or something. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, I mean, or like if Manscaped had like the. <laughs> this, toiletry stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's specific travel related. I'm not going to, I've never tested them, but I'm not going to bring my yeah. ball sack trimmer on traveling. But if they had like this small, tiny version, maybe. Who knows? It's, it's the solution is
1: for the minimal traveler, it's perfect.
0: <laughs> if you ever yeah. like, come into the situation that you are in a hotel and you want to shave your ball sack, here, the tiny <laughs> Manscaped ball trimmer
1: yeah yeah exactly you know
0: uh but that would be it's a long way but i i i know your pain it's uh it's kind of difficult to go through these things because it's it's for me it feels like the wild west Uh, yeah i have no idea how all of these deals work
1: well there's a lot of courses that I get served advertisements. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, I imagine it's different. It depends a lot, and it's just an interesting thing. I, I bet a lot of people that might be an interesting YouTube video for my mm-hmm. second channel one day. It's like how does this, how do brand deals work behind the <laughs> scenes? That's true. Um, because, yeah, that's, is there a lot of interesting, like, it's interesting to hear the kind of the, the Skillshare, setup set because, you know, that's like, oh, is it an affiliate? Is it a sponsored post? What's mm-hmm. even the difference then? Um, so, I don't know. I appreciate you sharing the the, the insights yeah, since you've been in the space for of a course. bit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, sponsorship is, if it's an affiliate link and it's paid by that brand, then I think you can call it the sponsorship in a way. I've, yeah I, I'm not sure I'm not sure about the technicalities about the uh, uh, about that term but yeah. yeah all right so my next question or my last question actually for you is um uh, besides bags what would you love to cover on your channel in the future? you already answered that a little bit but yeah if you would go if you go into a little bit more detail, what would be your wishes to make? more content about in the future for your channel or potentially a second channel.
1: Yeah. I mean, definitely there's so many different, I think I've started to try to experiment with apparel and in more EDC, even though bags is still the big focus, you know, it's kind of a very similar subject, like the, EDC, I watch every Mm. what's in my pocket video that pops on my feed. I just click. (laughs) Um, Those are really interesting. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Um, So that would be kind of more into that space. um, And maybe just kind of, I don't know, tips or guides. I I really like the idea of maybe doing more of that sort of thing as maybe it's more evergreen. Like, you know, bags, Mm. they get discontinued. There's a new version. So a lot of your content becomes almost obsolete. Um, sometimes it it pains me when I have a a really cool bag that is no longer sold and people watch it and they're like, Hey, where can I get this bag? And "Uh, so like, but like packing tips, like that's not going to change too much. So it'll be, it'll be a reference. So I would like to be able to kind of share more guides. I I love like so many, like pack hacker has so many creative ideas on guides. And so I'm like, that's a big inspiration of like that type of content. Um, and then I think you, you kind of touched upon like the dream world would be maybe like getting into like hotel or, or airline reviews where, you know, oh, you that would be been cool. Casey Neistat, you know, first class yeah. on a Dubai airlines. Like I'm like, that's cool. That would be amazing to, to be able to cover that. Um, so that would be, that would be kind of the, the, the dream to start reaching out to someone maybe, maybe get a, a paid flight at some point in a, in a, cause like, you know, even yeah, if you make cool, a huh? pretty decent amount of money, like, you could never afford to fly first class, like, globally. Mm. Like, I, I never could, at least.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of people can do that, actually, <laughs> I feel yeah. like. But and that would be cool, uh, considering you travel a lot for work. You should just do it. Yeah,
1: just ask. Like, and, yeah. if,
0: if, not even ask, just make a video about a hotel that you're staying in. And
1: yeah that's a good idea that's that's I love that mentality that's you know like but just just do it just make one and you see Mm -hmm. that's when then things happen I mean that's how that's how the channel started right it's like Mm and I didn't ask anybody if I could make a video on this (laughs) package. so um so yeah so I think I think those would be the the big ones um that I would I would kind of be looking to experiment with maybe in maybe in the coming year maybe I'll try something out on on the channel (laughs)
0: Honestly, if 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 I may give you one or two recommendations, you already said. Uh, I mean, going back to the first question, you should do like a how to one bag or a pack for one bag traveling. Because even though you are talking potentially about like traveling with clothes for tra uh, for dancing, I feel like you can translate all of that. Um, tips and tricks to work clothing because i feel like it is almost the same it doesn't matter if you're like packing like clothing for a dance event or are packing for a meeting it's more or less the same so i think you should make a video about that how you pack maybe also how you pack like a suit yeah or something yeah. like that i don't know how to do that i i, did. I never traveled with a suit My suggestion would be just wear the suit while you're on the plane so it doesn't get wrinkled up or something like that. (laughs) Because I don't know how to fold that thing into a a carry-on-friendly backpack. So that would be amazing. You should do that. And then um, the second thing is if you're traveling for work, you should – I don't know what kind of hotels your company is putting you into, but especially if it's just like those kind of office hotels – That would be good to make a review about it. Maybe not for the main channel, but you know, like people like looking for, okay, how is that hotel in Washington, DC? I'm going to do it on a business trip there. Should I go there? That would be cool to have a couple of videos. Not sure how, if people are actually looking for a video or if they are just looking at booking.com, but why not? If you're still, if you're there anyways, you could do that.
1: Yeah, no, I, I I think that makes a lot of sense. And even if there there's probably broader topics to pull out of that too, where it's like, how do you how do you find a good hotel for travel, mm-hmm. or you know, I don't know. So I, I think yeah. I think you're right. I think it's worth trying. Um, I don't know if I'm going to start a second channel this year. I already already kind of like reserved everything, but I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm going to have time to publish content. <laughs> That's yeah. another thing, right? It's like,
0: but those are all travel related topics. Yeah. Put that on the main channel. So, like, diversify a little bit the the content that you have. It's still all in a travel niche, right?
1: Yeah, and like you said, I mean, Pax, Danny Pax is mm-hmm. is, is related. So, that was definitely part of, like, the decision um, with the name is, is that it does kind of at least still fit. And mm. it's not like Danny backpacks, right? Like, that's yeah, a lot yeah. more, like, <laughs> specific. Um, so, I think, I think you're spot on. And, yeah, I'm excited to, to kind of dig into some of those topics for yeah. sure throughout the year
0: that could be very interesting and again i think this new channel name lends you to make uh, is great for making more content that is close to bags but still a little bit wider or outside of bags like the packing tri- tips and tricks travel tips and tricks and one wheel i, I feel like that could be really cool
1: yeah, I mean, I I hadn't even thought about like the like the packs in the title, but I think I for sure I'm gonna I'm gonna see about experimenting with some of those, um, and I'm just excited the name can be remembered now. Yeah. <laughs> I remember how my family and friends <laughs> are like, "What's your channel name again?" I'm trying to tell my friend about it. And I was like, "Oh no, I'm so sorry,
0: <laughs>
1: I, I'm so sorry."
0: <laughs> All right, thank you so much for answering uh, that question. And yeah, let's get to your last question. And don't worry, I think we should do another podcast in the future if you like. So if there are any questions that you wanted to ask, we can definitely do another, another episode in the future.
1: Yeah, that would be great. I'm, I will have many, many unanswered ones, so I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I guess I'm curious if there is... Um if there's a style of video in our space that you kind of wish had been done, like I'll give you an example of like, you know, again, to give a shout out to pack hacker, they did the durability test video, which Mm -hmm. I thought was so cool where they like stabbed a bag and they dragged it by a car. And, and so I was like, Oh, that's unique. That's new. That's something I would be kind of scared to try with some of my bags Mm -hmm. to be honest. So I'm like, what other are there any other kind of concepts like that that you wish somebody would make or that maybe you even want to try to make like,
0: interesting that's a good question a very good question because it's Um, it's usually
1: reviews or loadouts mm, or you know so like what else is there you know that we could experiment with
0: (laughs) I honestly I really like the idea of vlogs not because vlogs are cool but rather because the the mechanics of a vlog are very difficult in my Mm. humble opinion eight out of ten vlogs are really boring and because it is very difficult to create a storyline of a very normal mundane day um, and i feel like many of the vloggers back then kind of failed at that concept Mm. so yeah, I wake up. I make my coffee. It it kind of always felt the same. And Casey and I said really nailed the the concept of vlogging down, and it was so clearly that it is difficult to create a good storyline around a vlog that is entertaining and very cool. And I would love to yeah create or have more vlogs around bags i tried it before covid but i feel very stupid in germany um standing outside with a camera in my face (laughs) Um, i was always looking for like a back alley and stuff like that and i heard once that when you are like in la or in new york it's not a big deal because people are used to it. No one looks at you funny. And it's just like you do it like you have, you feel kind of weird about it the first 10 times, but then it's like pretty much normal. But in Germany, it's like people are not used to it. So it feels weird to do it. Um, And I see that we have, uh, what's, your average consumer does that with phones and uh what's his name he lives in toronto i feel like i'm not really sure but there are two or three phone reviewers who do this uh, a day with the iphone 14 Mm -hmm. or a day with this and that um the structure of how they do it is a little bit repetitive i get that they do it to make these um, videos a little bit more relatable to a review. So you have the structure. Okay. Now I'm um, doing photos. Now it's in the afternoon. How much is the battery and stuff like that. So it's kind of repetitive with all of these episodes, but overall I like the idea of doing a vlog, but I can see that it is very difficult. Um, because what yeah but that's what tempts me because it is difficult usually you pack a bag so if i would do it an episode it would be I pack a bag for work go to work then unpack the bag then i'm working so the bag is at a standstill so what what is there to vlog with that bag Um, and then i pack it up and go home so you you see, it's yeah. already very difficult how you actually create an interesting vlog about that bag, but that's what makes it so interesting. If anyone could actually figure that out and make it interesting, that would be cool. But it is difficult. Yeah. I, I'm not sure how to... And it wouldn't be... Yeah, you could make a review out of it, but maybe it's a little bit more interesting to make a little bit story-based, but I'm not sure if that is actually possible. Um, And that's always what kind of interests me at the moment, is I want to do a little bit more narrative-based videos and more storyline-driven videos, but that would like venture away from the reviews. So I haven't found my my very idea how to actually incorporate that. Um, if I would be traveling, that would be much easier, right? So you could make a narrative around traveling, include a couple of travel tips inside. So that's that's definitely something I would propose to you, that you kind of, if you are in a fortunate position to travel a lot for work, like cre- try to create a vlog around one of your business trips and then, like sprinkle in like a few travel tips in between, right? That would be cool. Yeah. I'm I'm still not traveling, so I can't do that. So if you if you do that in the future, if you are traveling, you should definitely think about that.
1: No, I love I love that. I think that's <laughs> that's a that's a really great idea, especially like kind of thinking about so many of the Casey Neistat and Peter yeah. McKinnon vlogs where they're doing like work trips, right? It's, it's exactly like you said, yeah. like they have like a whole story around that and they might sprinkle in a few things here and there. Like, yeah. I, I remember there were a few where I think Casey Neistat went through like his packing setup for vlogging yeah. when he and I was like, oh, he's like, let me see what is it? Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like a part of the greater narrative. So yeah, I mean, it's a skill that i definitely would love to develop more that storytelling aspect, right? Mm. Like I think, um, he said like Casey Neistat was like, oh, he has the three act narrative for every vlog, right? Yeah. It's like, what's the challenge, the solution or, or, you know, whatever the, the, the structure is. And it's like, dang, it's really hard to think about doing that for like my day to day, but, but a fun challenge, like you said, especially with a trip, like.
0: Yeah. But going back to, to the first question, don't forget, we are still at a very low subscriber uh, yeah. number comparatively, obviously to those bigger channels. So, yeah. Don't, don't worry too much about failing. And I feel like your storyline would be, okay, the three act is always like, you, you start with, with a question, then how you um, um, solve that question or solve that issue, and then, yeah, go to the solution in the end. Um, and you could basically start with, oh, I need to go on this business trip, but I have only one back that's the question then how you solve it you pack what kind of difficulties do you have while you're traveling for instance you are at the airport you need to do i don't know need to go through security check what's the fastest way to get through security with the stuff that you are have packed inside that bag then you get to the hotel and stuff like that so then you basically have more or less uh, a three act storyline going from that's my problem This is how I solved it. This is how it went down. And now I'm back. uh, Now I'm at the hotel. And what do I do with walking around town? Do I carry my 30-liter carry-on backpack? Do I keep all of the stuff inside the hotel? Stuff like that, you know? And I think that could be very interesting, actually.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it makes me kind of kick myself for the past couple of trips where I haven't, like, you know been more disciplined cuz like you're right that would have been fascinating or at least for me to film it and and see how i would go about it, it maybe interesting for people to watch but yeah mm-hmm. cuz like you know i did have a in, you know the setup that i talk about on the channel but more in yeah. action so i think i think you're onto something there
0: <laughs> you should just try it out again especially since traveling and packing even if it's not for work i mean your vacation stuff with the dancing Obviously, if people are like, hey, "Why, why should I um, care about how to pack for for dancing?" But then, if once if you like, also answer, "Hey, everything that I tell you in this video translates to office attire as well." Yeah. Then, are people people will be like, "Oh, yeah, that's right." You know, yeah, so so people could take value out of that kind of content.
1: Yeah, that's that's very true. I hadn't even thought about like the crossover from like work and um and dance. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to to get to scripting. That's one thing. Yeah. But that's maybe for another for the next episode, but <laughs> I like that whole workflow cuz I'm like, man, I I still don't really script my videos and that's something I need to change like it's more mm. um I have a common structure right that it's now like I know sort of what I'm going to yeah. talk about but for something like that it I, yeah. especially a vlog or something i'd be like all right well, how am i going <laughs> to how am yeah. i going to structure this so that'd be a fun process to to riff on with you
0: yeah that would be cool i'm really interested to see if if you ever put make that kind of video that could be very interesting how you I have approach to do that it, Bo. i have to yeah, do it now you i don't want i don't want to let you down <laughs> like <laughs> So you have a lot of homework. You need to create a backpack that all of the listeners can buy in a month, okay? (laughs) So, and and then we all want to see all of those videos next week, right? Okay, next week. So done. (laughs) 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 All right. So, So thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. And I hope all of your questions have been answered and you definitely answered all of my questions. And it was a lot of fun. And I think you, you are onto something. I, I think someone should create a Vax canvas outside and then something like modern inside that would be, <laughs> would be pretty cool, actually <laughs> something in that direction. So yeah. How can people find you on Instagram and YouTube
1: yeah, I mean, uh, whatever
0: there is, uh,
1: the YouTube channel will be probably the main, the main place. Danny packs now easier to find. Hopefully it comes up. I didn't realize when I changed to Danny pack, it would compete with fanny packs so much, but I'm in there. Danny packs. If you search That's me on cool. YouTube, it should come up.
0: <laughs> That's cool yeah it was I don't kind of think a... that that's that's not a big deal if it competes <laughs> yeah. with fanny Packs, actually
1: <laughs> um but but yeah Danny Pack's on YouTube I updated the Instagram as well to Danny Pack's official um so that you know that's where I'm probably most active is those two places I have like a Facebook page and, so and my website uh, Dannypacks.com I'm working on um, oh yeah there you are Oh, am I still here? Yeah. DannyPacks.com um, is something I'm working on updating more to be a more valuable resource. Um, maybe to, you know, for people looking for like more kind of comparisons, um, or just quick summaries of my reviews. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to watch a ton of like, you know, 20 minute videos that might be a helpful resource, but yeah, (laughs) that's, that's it. And, um, yeah, been, it's been a blast bro. thanks so much for for having me been, you know, it was
0: a pleasure been it a was big fan awesome yeah.
1: for so so many years I think <laughs> many of us you'll hear the, the same from from many of us starting out that uh, you know we watched the GR1 video a long time ago <laughs> and just was like oh my god I want to make a review like that so you know and, Thank and you thanks so for much. for having the, the podcast too you know I know it's a lot of work to put this together and I love listening to all the conversations you're having because you know we're all in the same space we yeah. like the same stuff and it's it's great to kind of be able to participate in the community so thank you thank you
0: so much yeah it was a pleasure and i'm really looking forward to see what kind of videos you will create in the future we need definitely need more more people in this space the space needs to get bigger and i feel like more and more people especially now that uh i mean COVID is still there but people are starting to travel so Mm i have I feel very confident that this year all of our back channels, travel related channels will grow again, hopefully.
1: Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: Thank you so much uh, for being a guest. And thank you everyone for listening to this podcast. And yeah, stay safe and healthy, everyone. And we hear each other in the next podcast. Thank you very much.